Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Welcome to Because She Chose. This is the podcast for busy mamas just like me, Camille McIntyre, your host. I am with you tonight, and I love the title that I gave my little talk for you guys. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's called Living the Burned Out Life. And sisters, let me tell you, I know what it feels like. Sometimes I feel like it every single day that I feel so burned out. I feel so exhausted, weary, tired. And I'm continuing this conversation because this is August and it's Wellness Month, National Wellness Month. And I've been reading through this book and journaling, like I said I would, the last two weeks with the book Sacred Rest. And this is by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. She's a doctor, MD. And I believe it's one of the most important books that every woman, especially mamas, needs to be reading. And it's really heavy duty, really deep, And I've read it a few times, but every time I try to journal through the devotional because God shows me something different every single time. So I'm just going to read to you some of my journal notes because honestly, it's probably the best thing that I could impart into you. And my first journal entry was, don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help the needy. Help other Christians and be inventive in a hospitality. And that's Romans 12, 11 through 13. And God was just speaking to me through this chapter of her book because it really does take strength to walk away from good things in your life. The pursuit of better is what you should be after. It's funny how everyone can just like smell that char of your slow burn, except the one that is actually standing in the fire. Everyone else is telling me, Camille, you look really tired. (laughs) Camille, you might have too much on your plate. My husband says, man, sleep is just an elusive thing for you, isn't it? (laughs) Because sometimes I just lay in bed and I'm like, Lord, help me. I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm going to take some melatonin because I cannot let this mind just Stop its buzzing just for a few moments so I could fall asleep. You know, sleep really isn't just a physical activity, but rest, it really does penetrate into the spiritual, into your spirit, into your soul. You know, it's the most underused, chemical free, safe, effective that I love to write in. It's literally, my journal says R E S T in capital letters. It's like another medicine for me. And the problem is, is that I need a lot of sleep. I have a chronic fatigue issue. I need to be like sleeping eight to nine hours. And doesn't that sound insane? Because I know so many of you are like, what are you kidding me? Um, I have babies and I'm up every two hours and I get it. Yeah, I remember. And I was doing it when I had chronic fatigue. So I remember how hard it is. But the problem is, is that Sometimes I miss that good thing, which it's just peace. 
you know, peace to lay in the bed at night and not think about every single thing that pops into my mind. You know, that peace can come in really a lot of forms. Like, what do you do? Let me just ask you this question. What are some of your like rituals to invite peace into your life, some peaceful activities? You know, a lot of people are like, hey, yeah, you know, I do the Manny Petty thing and I go and I have a massage every now and then and I like to do the self care thing and I, I, I do all that. I love it. But sometimes that's just not enough. When is the last time you did something like just laying down just to lay down? Like, I am not that person. I know my body is screaming out, Camille, you really probably need to take a nap. You didn't get your eight or nine hours. You're exhausted. Your mind is not working properly. You're slurring your words. You're tripping over your own two feet. And I'm like, I should just go lay down. And I don't even do it. I mean, do you go through that? And so one of the things that I had written in my journal was the secret life of the well-rested. And it's Mark 4.39. And when Jesus woke up, it says, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. (laughs) And suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. You know what? I don't know what it's like to be still. Jesus told the wind to stop (laughs) and it stopped. And I'm like, I don't even do that. I don't even tell my own body or my own mind to take a breath. You know, a lot of people talk about mindfulness and meditation and breathing techniques. And I'm like, I can barely even like remember to do that half the time. (laughs) And I feel like I'm out of breath just like cooking my dinner. And I just ran, you know, to the grocery store a few minutes ago because I lost some ingredients in transit. I'm like, are you kidding? And God's like, maybe you should just take a little bit of time. Like the Holy Spirit's like, "Uh, maybe you should just take it easy right now. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I have got a million and one things to do and nobody's going to do it but me. So really, honestly, I try to unwind and I try to say, all right, let this optimist, the Camille optimist, you know, refuse to accept that moment of being just like even broken. Like sometimes I just, I refuse to even break down and allow myself to rest. But the most effective rest really occurs when you are purposefully trying to revive the parts of your life that you are regularly depleting. Like I am depleted. I'm exhausted. I had a crazy day. I had a great week last week. My husband and I were in the city and we had sweet friends of ours gave us, while they're on vacation, we get to spend some time in their house and take care of their dog. We love their dog. Believe it or not, a lot of people are like, are you kidding me? You're in Manhattan and you call that peaceful. We love it. We just feel like, man, this is like such a great way to like downsize your life. You're like, you're in a smaller place, you know, and you just have this plan. I had a restful plan for each and every day. I took a couple of days off from work and it was wonderful. And I realized that I was so depleted and I was going in circles. I was exhausted all the time and I was cranky and I wasn't being productive. I wasn't being creative. And I was like, all right, I took Friday and did absolutely nothing. I literally (laughs) stayed in bed the entire day. It was gorgeous. Now, you may not have that ability to do that. I don't do that often. It's like maybe a once a year deal. But I came out of it like, yes, I felt so rested. And then I went right back into the busy lifestyle, busy weekend. I had a busy Monday. But I'm like, Lord, 
I need to not fill up so much of my time. Are you like me? Like, do you say, all right, well, that's just lazy and not apathetic? No, no, no. Honestly, I have to convince myself like that the my time to rest is so important. And that when I do this, when I wind down, the miraculous actually happens. And God enters into those moments when I let him. And he speaks to me like I just read to you parts of my journal and those scriptures just came alive to me. So I'm going to ask you this question. If your body is so tired and your mind craves stimulants like caffeine and or exercise, even exercise to keep it refueled. So sometimes when you're exercising, you get those endorphins, right? But you know what? Jesus said in that passage, he rested. He was in the boat resting in the middle of that storm. If you really read it, <laughs> and the disciples were going crazy. They were like, wake him up. What are you kidding me? You're sleeping. We're going to die. And yet here we are, we do the same thing. We run around like chickens with our heads cut off when Jesus is like, why don't you just come to me? So what keeps you from rest? I just told you some things that keep me from rest. My busy schedule, my daily things to do list, my week in review. I'm like looking ahead and going, man, I'm, I don't even know. I don't, how am I even going to get this stuff done? But let me tell you, the rest that you've been missing, ooh, it is literally going to kill you. Eventually, you're going to have such a deficit, you're going to be running yourself ragged. Let me read this next passage from my journal. It was in the message, Psalm 55, 628. It says, my insides are turned inside out. Specters of death have me down. I shake with fear. I shudder from head to foot. Who will give me wings? I ask wings like a dove. Get me out of here on dove's wings. I want some peace and quiet. I want to walk in the country. I want a cabin in the woods. I'm desperate for a change from rage and stormy weather. Let me tell you, this doctor, she hits the nail on the head, doesn't she? I just think about how brokenness can be beautifully ugly. She wrote, when all these things are drawing to the surface, everything gets ready to be pruned. So like, think about it as things are just, you're like a volcano about to erupt, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I... I'm going to explode with all the things. You know what? When you allow yourself time, space, and grace to be in the presence of God in the middle of your busy moments, healing actually can happen. Like you can either honor your need for rest and surrender to what God is telling you to do, or you can like have a mandatory rest inflicted upon you. (laughs) There's a part in her book that she talks about this lady that gets into a car accident because basically she's so stinking busy that the only time she was allowing herself uh, to maybe zone out a little bit was during her drive time. And then, of course, she gets into a crazy car accident where she is now put on mandatory rest because her body needs to heal. She's broken all, broken up. And I'm like, man, does your body need a kind of rest that hopefully won't be inflicted upon you, man, you need to take stock. Because I'm telling you, there are moments when I know that I've run myself ragged and I get sick, physically sick. 
I'll be so run down and I'll just catch the, you know, every single sickness that my children decide to bring in. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired. So she says in the book, Dr. Sandra, that your body needs physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, sensory, and creative rest. There are seven types of rest. Like what? (laughs) When I read that, I was like, I'm exhausted even reading that list. But she says, if you omit any one of those areas of rest, you are going to feel the consequences of a resulting rest deficit. So for every depleted, depleting activity of your day, there's like this counter that you need to revive back what you're depleting. So if you have activities that are depleting you, you have to balance the scales. That's what she's saying. And the best time to rest is when you really don't have even time for it. I know it sounds terrible. You have to make the time. And I thought, man, do I even have the resources and time to like put away for rest? And she's like, you don't have a choice. If you don't, you are going to burn out. And, you know, I just was thinking about that first one, that physical rest. And when I was writing in the journal, I came up with um, Romans 4.19, and it says, and Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. (laughs) Wow. Talk about needing even a physical rest. He and Sarah needed God to recreate their own body so that he could provide the miracle and open up her womb. So our physical bodies need a touch from God. It boggles my mind how little we trust our body, right? To speak some truth into our minds. We're like, all right, shut up, shut up, body, shut up, body. (laughs) I know I feel that pain. But none of us are at our best when we're depleted. None of us. I know I'm not. So maybe it's time to transition out of your daily hustle And she says, she writes, a daily hush. Ooh, I loved it. So in that hush, like there's this tension that could just release and you could really begin some recovery and balancing out those scales again. You know, we have to stop acting like honoring our body's physical needs is a sign of weakness. It's like, I hear so many of you say, oh, but self-care sounds so selfish. (laughs) Hello? God said on the seventh day, you need to rest. And if we're not even doing that within our daily schedule, come on. It says that rest is a time-tested weapon that can help you be victorious in the middle of a battle. Dr. Sandra wrote, in the stillness, we fear what we find, so we keep on moving. Do you agree with that? Are you continuing to just keep on keeping on because you're afraid of what you're going to find in that resting time, what God might be saying to you? And the second question she asked was, when we face stillness, being still, sometimes fear just crops up. Maybe it's, you know, we need to face the absence of Christ's strength in your life. Maybe you're working in your own strength. How can you develop a continuous communication with God to combat that virus, she says, or unbelief that, "Mm, I can't rest? You need to rest so that you can hear from him and receive his strength. So how are you going to take action? 
you know, I've felt this surge of energy that comes from confronting something that's threatening me because, you know, I've been in car accidents. You know, I've had a child who's had brain surgery. You know, these are pressures and stress and it gets your adrenal glands going, right? And it's like that hormone cortisol goes just like pumping through your bloodstream. And often that stress hormone causes something that to happen in your heart rate, in your blood pressure. It's that, you know, I've talked about it before, that flight or fight response. And it keeps, yes, humans alive, but it also can keep these levels so high that you're not regulating your blood pressure, your blood sugar levels, or maybe your heart muscle is even in overtime. So in small doses, the hormone can heighten memory, yeah, and, and do all these great things and strengthen your immune system. But when it's overactive, man, the things that happen to you physically. So if you are often stressed, what you need to do is learn that there are constructive ways to deal with it. You can slow down. You can plan ahead so you don't feel so rushed. Maybe you need to get, like I said, those seven to nine hours of sleep that I know I need. Maybe you need to let go of worry and take some breaks. Maybe you need to laugh some more. My husband and I love to watch comedians on Netflix. Man, sometimes you just need a good gut laugh. Maybe you need to make time to connect with friends and family and maintain your social support system. Maybe you need to become more organized, hello, and stay on top of important tasks. I'm always preaching you that about that. Maybe you need to practice giving back by volunteering and helping others. Maybe you need to get that exercise in every day, relieve some mental and physical tension. Maybe you need to give up some bad habits like alcohol and tobacco, maybe too much caffeine. Ooh, ouch. Sorry. Maybe you need to lean into things that you can change, like a new skill or working towards a particular goal. Learn to say no to things that are not a high priority. Oh, I'm doing that now. I'm reading a book all about winning your week, and it is hard hitting. Maybe you need to ask for help when you need it. Maybe you're that mama that thinks you can just do it all and be Wonder Woman. You know, let me tell you, you're going to burn out, my friend. So listen, the long story short, Dr. Sandra gets into so much in the book about the different areas of rest, those seven areas that I said earlier. But let me tell you, the physical rest, start with that. Just start with getting some more sleep. Maybe do one of those things I just recommended. And next week, I'll be discussing a method that she talks about in the book that you can use to gauge each type of rest. And then I'm evaluating each one in my own life and I'm journaling through them. So I'll be sharing them with you next week. And as I'm learning how to determine the types of rest that I'm in need of, I invite you to do the same. Because as Dr. Sandra says in the book, when you do, you will recover your life, you will renew your energy and restore your sanity. So until next week, sisters, be blessed and get some well-deserved rest. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.